This is Today in History, December the 12th. On this day in 1787, Pennsylvania becomes the second state to ratify the U.S. Constitution. And on this day in 1925, the world's first motel, the Motel Inn, opens in San Luis Obispo, California. And in 1963... Kenya becomes independent of Great Britain. Also on this day in 1965, the rookie running back Gail Sayers of the Chicago Bears scores six touchdowns during a single game against the San Francisco 49ers at Chicago's Wrigley Field, tying the National League football record for the most touchdowns in a single game. As the saying goes, you ain't seen nothing yet. Watch him now. Sayers, NFL Rookie of the Year. A one-man Gale dashing 85, dazzling yards on the longest punt return of the season. Here he is, galloping Gale, carrying the mail. This is his sixth touchdown of the game. Also on this day in 1970, Tears of a Clown gives Smokey Robinson the number one hit finally. While Motown Records founder Barry Gordy surely deserves the credit for establishing the creative philosophy and business strategy that turned his Detroit-based company into the hit-making machine of the 1960s. The inner workings of that machine during the company's early years depended almost as much on the talents of a young man named William Robinson Jr., better known as Smokey. Even if he had never sung on a single Motown record, Smokey Robinson would still be regarded as one of the label's most important figures purely on the basis of his production and songwriting work for acts like Mary Wells, Marvin Gaye, and The Temptations. But Smokey Robinson did sing, of course, and his trademark falsetto on some of Motown's most beloved records, like Shop Around. You really got a hold on me. I second that emotion to name a few. But after more than a decade of hits like these that never quite made it to the top of the charts, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles earned their first number one hit on this day back in 1970 when Tears of a Clown topped the Billboard charts. And on this day in 1967, Catherine Hepburn, Spencer Tracy, and Sidney Portier star in the groundbreaking Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Guess Who's Coming to Dinner follows the story of a young white woman who brings home her fiancé, an African-American doctor, to meet the parents. Played by Katherine Hepburn and Spencer Tracy in their last film together. Off screen, the couple had a long romance, although Tracy was married to another woman. And he died in 1967, a short time after the movie wrapped. Directed by Stanley Kramer, who was known for his, quote, message films, including Inherit the Wind and judgment at Nuremberg. In Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, he examines the reactions of the young couple's various family members and friends to their relationship until the landmark 1967 civil rights case Loving versus Virginia, which was decided just five months before the movie was released. Marriage between blacks and whites was still illegal in parts of America, and Kramer's film was notable for its willingness to tackle this taboo topic. Now, Mr. Predders... Clearly a most reasonable man. Says he has no wish to offend me, but wants to know if I'm some kind of a nut. And Mrs. Prentice says that like her husband, I'm a burnt out old shell of a man who cannot even remember what it's like to love a woman the way her son loves my daughter. 
Guess Who's Coming to Dinner was nominated for 10 Academy Awards, including Best Picture, and collected two Oscars, including Best Actress for Katherine Hepburn, the second of her career. Black and white coming together in the face of America that was just about ready for it in Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, released December the 12th, 1967, on this day in history. Is through with us. We've got each other.